Seattle in the 90s. A tidal wave of iconic music roars out of this sleepy city and launches a pop culture revolution. Here's a story you haven't heard. Let the Kids Dance is a new podcast about the rise and fall of Seattle's teen dance ordinance, the law that made it illegal for young people to go to concerts. Listen to Let the Kids Dance from KUOW and the NPR Network. It's 90.3 FM KEXP in Seattle, streaming online at KEXP.org and on our free mobile apps. Welcome to Live on KEXP. I'm your host, DJ Morgan. So excited to be in the live room right now for a live performance from our friends Hand Habits, who we haven't seen in a couple of years since before the pandemic playing as Hand Habits. So uh, we're going to hear some new music from the new album Fun House, as well as the EP that came out earlier last year called Dirt. Looking forward to it now. Welcome back, you all. Thank you, Morgan. Happy to be here. Yay. Please take it away. There's no
live on KEXP. That was More Than Love and No Difference from the new album Fun House that came out this past October. Excellent new record. Looking forward to hearing a couple more songs. It's live on KEXP.
Habits live on KEXP. I'm your host, DJ Morgan. In the live room, that was 4th of July from the EP Dirt that came out in early 2021. Then you heard Aquamarine from the brand new album Funhouse that came out this past October. What a beautiful session. Thank you so much. That was great. Thanks, Morgan. So fun. Yay. It's so glad to see you back here again. 
I was just thinking if this were SNL, we'd probably have like a jacket or a pin for you at this point for being here. <laughs> Maybe the most of anyone ever. <laughs> Maybe a ring. Would you do a ring? I would do a ring. Okay. Yeah, like a class ring, big ol' big ol' stone out with some engravings on it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of maybe who my competition would be for most KXPs. There's gotta be know. someone else who's like been on every session, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to think about that, but I feel like Courtney Barnett's been here a lot. Courtney Barnett has been here a lot, but I don't think she has anything on how many times <laughs> you've been here. As a matter of fact, you were just here this past November playing with Perfume Genius, which is awesome. So we're glad to see you back in such a short amount of time, and we're very glad to have you back um, playing your solo project, Thank Hand you. Habits. The new third album, Funhouse, like I mentioned, is just so good. Uh, congratulations on that. We've been loving it here. Thanks. Yeah. How does it feel to be out playing your solo stuff again? At first, it was really disorienting. I think I'm so, as you know, used to playing in other people's bands. And yeah. this is the first headlining tour that I've done in almost three years, I think. I'm placeholder. I, play, I did a couple, a, a bit of headlining tours, but... Yeah, I'm definitely comfortable being the person to the side, and so it's a bit of an adjustment. But after last night, it kind of settled in, and I feel really lucky to be playing with this band, and we've all been playing together for so long between Hand Habits and Perfume Genius, and so it feels really good, and and something's coalescing in a way that uh, I'm still adjusting to in, in a good way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes me so happy to hear that. Speaking of your band, would you mind introducing yeah, everyone? Yeah, I would love to. I'm going to take this off. I'm really hot. Oh, bye, George Harrison Coat. <laughs> bye, George. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> we love you, George. Okay, so over here is Tim Carr on the drums. Over here is Pat Kelly on the bass. Greg Ullman over there on guitar. And Alan over here on the keys. Yay. And well, also they're singing, too. They're beautiful voices. Love it. Such a great band. Thank you. Um, Funhouse is so amazing, and, and it really sounds like the next chapter in your solo work. There's so much variation in sound in this in this album. There's rockers, there's synths, there's quiet songs. Um, can you kind of talk about the what was the story about making this record? And I'm sure probably having to slow down and hang out during the pandemic had something to do with that. Absolutely, yeah. I wasn't really planning on writing a record right away because I had just joined Perfume Genius, and we were about to do a bunch of touring, and then... As everybody knows, everything stopped. And so everything kind of that was in the back seat flew forward and I had to sort through it. And I think f from a song perspective, I just that was that was a, a nice catharsis to put it into songs. And then on the production side, I, I worked with Sasami Ashworth, who, who produced it. And we made it in the house that I live in with with her and Kyle Thomas. And it, we couldn't go anywhere and so we just created this world and it was every everything was very intentional and and I think I told Sasami I didn't want to just make placeholder two and and stay in my comfort zones and get outside of things that uh that I stick to out of safety and and so we we worked together a lot on what kind of atmosphere we wanted to create and take up different sonic spaces. I think I, I've pigeonholed myself in the past into folk or like guitar or s vulnerable is a word that is always thrown around, but I don't really know <laughs> what that means because um, all music is vulnerable. Right. But, yeah. Um, and yeah, and so just embodying a little bit and, and taking up these different rooms of the house that I was visualizing as my psyche. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and sonically too. Yeah. Is that where the name Funhouse comes from? Yeah, yeah. I like thinking about the self as a house with a lot of different rooms and yeah. p 
putting together these parts of ourselves, like architecture or something. And also it was just a fun house to live in too. I didn't know there was a Stooges record called Fun House until after oh. <laughs> I decided. <laughs> That's okay. That was a very long time ago. It was, yeah. And it's a different record. Of course. Um, it sounds like you had a lot of fun. Sasami seems like a super fun person to hang around. She how was really fun. How was it um, having her produce your record? And had you had you really worked with somebody in that way before? Not so hands-on. No, yeah. not so hands-on. Because with Bradley Cook, who did placeholder with me, and Andrew Sarlo a bit, I had come in with demos that were pretty fleshed out for the most part, and it was more of a they they were there energetically very strong and, and with within getting band members together but with Sasami she came very prepared and she had a lot of ideas and at first it was really intimidating I wasn't used to that um, but then I really leaned into it and just let the songs exist in these different outfits and and there were some challenges that that I, I think really helped me grow as a musician and, and solidify some parts of my musical identity that I've always been a little nervous to explore. And, and there were some moments where I remember she said, you know, I would always come in with a no. You know, that would always be my first. I don't like it. I don't like it. And then it would dissolve into I love it and change and evolve and and there were a couple moments where she she would say do you really not like it or are you just uncomfortable yeah and more often than not it would just be i was uncomfortable and then in in times i didn't like it and that was okay too but i liked having her we were such close friends and she she knows how to cut through me in in a very cancerian way and um and would would challenge me and i and i that friction really helped for me Cool. Yeah. It must be really nice to have such a network of friends and like-minded musicians that you get to work with. What is it like to have that support system? Because I feel like a, not, not a lot of people have that experience. And I, I also feel like um, people in our generation, we're similar ages. I think we're finding that banding together and supporting each other and lifting mm. each other up versus competition yeah. is something that seems to be a through line for us. What do you think about that? I mean, I just I'm with you on that yeah. and ever since playing in Kevin Morby's band but even before that in and when I played in bands in upstate New York and stuff I played in everybody's bands and everybody was really supportive and anytime music starts to feel competitive for me it it turns me it turns on me or something and it can be helpful sometimes you know just friendly competition that that feels mutually supportive as well but I feel really just so uh, my support system with music, I think, is everything. And and I I think because I've spent so much time in other people's realms, too, now, like, like I feel like a connector in a lot of ways, too, and bringing other people together. And, yeah, I, I think it also creates... It creates the same thing that when music scenes used to get really homogenous and you would have, like, a sound. Mm -hmm. I think it, like, expands them and makes really interesting music, too, and all the different players mixing together and, and creating something that's really, really unique. And I lean on that a lot. And when it was gone, it was really hard for those yeah. two years. Yep. I agree. I'm totally hearing that, uh, what you're describing about different sonic universes that are coming out. Of, of all of these people inspiring each other. Um, the last time you were here back in 2019 for, for the last record, you were talking to Cheryl about finding confidence in your voice. Mm, and yeah. I really feel like I hear that in you and I see that in you um, on the music videos that you've released recently for these 
for uh, for songs on this album and, mm-hmm. and also seeing you here today. How are you feeling using your own voice? And then also you got to collaborate vocally with a, a couple of people on this record. Mm-hmm. And how did that feel? And who are those people? <laughs> well, I have to just thank my vocal teacher, Mimi Raver. Nice. Um, I was taking vocal lessons for the past year. It's almost been and. Yeah, it changed my relationship with my literal voice, like the voice you're hearing now. It really changed my relationship. And also, I've been taking hormone replacement therapy for a couple of years now, and that freaked me out in a vocal sense because I thought it was going to go away or change. And it did change, but in a way, it put me so much more in touch with my body mm-hmm. in a way that I've I've never I feel like I wasn't even really in my body um and singing used to literally feel painful and I would be straining a lot and and so it feels I feel like I can just access so much more of the music now with knowing my voice better and and then just singing a lot too and then collaborating vocally with people I mean Michael Perfume Genius sang on a song called Just to Hear You and Sasami had written that part for him like she was like you have to ask Mike I remember being so nervous to ask him too I don't like asking people for things <laughs> um but we he was in the little closet at the house because it wasn't a, it's not it's like a house studio and just like shut the lights off and singing in in our closet was covered with Kyle's clothes and and that was great um nothing was done live just because it was COVID too and we were all pretty separate but um who else sang on the record Sasami's voice is all over the record and yeah, I think she arranged the song Control like in an hour or something. It was wow. really wild to see. And and then I'm blanking on who else. Oh, and Kyle sings Concrete and Feathers with me. And yeah, I love I love the way that two voices or three voices or four voices can really blend together to create something so different. And it's been fun to feel like uh, I have permission to do that. Yeah. You definitely do. It sounds great. Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations on such a great record. And Thanks, I'm so Lauren. glad you're out on tour and so glad you stopped here. Thank you all very, very much for your time today. That was an awesome performance. Thanks, Morgan. Yeah. I'm thank sure you for we'll, having us here. Of course. And I'm sure we'll see you again very, very soon. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Probably sooner than we both think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'll thanks my again. Ring. Yeah. Yes. We'll make sure to have that next time. Right, <laughs> and thanks to all of you for tuning in today. All of these sessions are made possible with your support. If you'd like to support live on KXP, you can make a gift anytime at our website, kxp.org. And thank you again. It is live on KXP. Bye.